हेलो वेलकम टू सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर थ्री एनवायरमेंट एंड सोसाइटी लुक अराउंड यू व्हाट डू यू सी इफ यू आर इन अ क्लासरूम यू मे सी स्टूडेंट्स इन यूनिफॉर्म सिटिंग ऑन चेयर्स विद बुक्स ओपन ऑन द देयर डेक्स देर आर स्कूल बैग्स विद लंच एंड पेंसिल बॉक्सिस सीलिंग फैंस माइट वी रेलिंग ओवर हैड्स हैव यू अवर थॉट अबाउट वेयर दीज थिंग्स स्कूल क्लोज फर्नीचर बैग्स इलेक्ट्रिसिटी कम फ्रॉम इफ यू ट्रेस देयर ओरिजन्स यू विल फाइंड दैट द सोर्स ऑफ ईच मैटीरियल ऑब्जेक्ट लाइज इन नेचर every day we use objects whose production draws upon natural resources from around the world the chair in your classroom may be made from wood with iron nails glue and varnish its journey from a tree in a forest or plantation to you depends on electricity diesel facilities for trade and telecommunication along the way it has passed through the hands of loggers carpenters supervisors and managers transporters traders and those in charge of buying school furniture these producers and distributors and the inputs that they provide into chair manufacturing in turn use a variety of goods and services derived from nature try and map these resource flows and you will soon see how complex such relationships are in this chapter we will study social relationship with the environment as they have changed over time and as they vary from place to place it is important to analyze and interpret such variations in a systematic way there are many urgent environmental problems that demand our attention to address these crises effectively we need a sociological framework for understanding why they occur and how they might be prevented or resolved all societies have an ecological basis the term ecology denotes the web of physical and biological systems and processes of which humans are one element mountains and rivers plains and oceans and the flora and fauna that they support are a part of ecology the ecology of a place is also affected by the interaction between its geography and hydrology for example the plant and animal life unique to the desert is adapted to its scarce rail rainfall rocky and sandy soils and extreme temperatures similarly ecological factors limit and shape how human beings can live in any particular place 
over time however ecology has been modified by human action which appears to be a natural feature of environment aridity or food proneness for example is often produced by human intervention deforestation in the upper catchment of a river may make the river more flood prone climate change brought about by global warming is another instance of the widespread impact of human activity on nature over time it is often difficult to separate and distinguish between the nature, natural and human factors in ecological change alongside biophysical properties and processes that may have been transformed by human action for example the flow of a river and the species composition of a forest there are other ecological elements around us that are more obviously human made an agricultural farm with its soil and water conservation works its cultivated plants and domesticated animals its inputs of synthetic fertilizers and pesticides is clearly a human transformation of nature the built environment of a city made from concrete cement brick stone glass and tar uses natural resources but is very much a human artifact now let us discuss uh, social environments emerge from the interaction between the biophysical ecology and human interventions this is a two way process just as nature shapes society society shapes nature for instance the fertilizer fertile soil of the indo-gangetic flood plain enables intensive agriculture its high productivity allows dense population settlements and generates enough surpluses to support others non-agricultural activities giving rise to complex hierarchical societies and states in contrast the desert of rajasthan can only support pastoralists who move from place to place in order to keep their livestock supplied with fodder these are instances of ecology shaping the forms of human life and culture on the other hand the social organization of capitalism has shaped nature across the world the private automobile is one instance of a capital commodity that has transformed lives and landscapes air pollution and congestion in cities regional conflicts and wars over oil and global warming are just a few of the environmental effects of cars 
human interventions increasingly have the power to alter environment often permanently. The interaction between the environment and society is shaped by social organization. Property relations determine how and by whom natural resources can be used. For instance, if forests are owned by the government, it will have the power to decide whether it should lease them to timber companies or allow villagers to collect forest produce. Private ownership of land and water resources will affect whether others can have access to these resources or on what terms and conditions. Ownership and control over resources is also related to the division of labor in the production process. Landless laborers and women will have a different relationship with natural resources than men. In rural India, women are likely to experience resource scarcity more acutely because gathering fuel and fetching water are generally women's tasks, but they do not control these resources. Social organization influences how different social groups relate to their environment. Different relationships between environment and society also reflect different social values and norms, as well as knowledge system. The values underlying capitalism have supported the commodification of the nature, turning it into objects that can be brought and sold for profit. For instance, the multiple cultural meanings of a river, its ecological, utilitarian, spiritual and aesthetic significance are striped down to a single set of calculations about profit and loss from the sale of water for an entrepreneur. Socialist values of equality and justice have led to the seizure of lands from large landlords and their redistribution among landless peasants in a number of countries. Religious values have led some social groups to protect and conserve scared groups and species and others to believe that they have divine sanction to change the environment to suit their needs. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.